0: (laughs) Ashish Sharma. What you have here is a solid foundation of young talent. All you have to go out and do is get the big bop. Everyone in this room
1: is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. I am going to smack you to the <laughs> Pain in the
2: ass. I will smack it's your face happen. off of your face.
1: Ryan Roach. can get on base, you can
3: walk, he can hit, and he can steal back. That's the key. They missed that element last year in the leadoff position. Sports. Dave Pollard.
4: He's facing more outrageous scoring chances. In a I weird agree. way, the defense sucking as much as it has. He's becoming more adept at making bigger
1: saves. He's absolutely right.
5: And Mark Lazelle You have a great coach of Brad Stevens. You want him to stick around. Around. You want to have confidence in this team. Here's the key part. You start winning games that matter. Down the stretch, you have to win these games. their are playoff implications on the line.
1: The Sports Blast.
0: What the hell and are you doing?
1: Only on ESPN New Hampshire. This is ah! This is oh, No, 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 no,
5: no. no, no, no. That doesn't no, work. No, no, don't ruin it. No. And
0: ESPNNHradio.com.
1: Game on! Game on!
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Sports Blast here on ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. As always, I'm Ashish Sharma, joined by Brian Roach, David Parr, and Mark Lazell. Guys, uh, I don't know what's going on with the seats today, but all our chairs are different heights, and it's kind of... Yeah, my microphone
4: is just sort of dangling here. It's just the
0: state of our studio right
4: now. Yeah, it's like it's all being dragged to the underworld right now. And uh, I'm a little jealous. Mark Mark
0: has a high chair today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can even go higher if you want. <laughs> oh, Mark's good. the
4: tallest one, too. <laughs> you don't need that high chair. Mark, you're really high up right now. I am. You're very high up. And I was telling yeah. Dave, I
0: don't think he's even showing up on the Periscope right
4: now because he's so low to the I, ground. But I'm right in the middle, so I think I'm staring right down the barrel. For those of
0: you watching on Periscope, he's this one right here. <laughs> this is Dave. What's up? <laughs> What's, What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, I was w-
4: walking him. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are listening on your radio, like the majority of you are, though, it doesn't matter. <laughs> majority. <laughs> I would imagine that there's more people listening on the radio than there are on Periscope. Well, Probably. now
0: that you know that we're on Periscope, just go ahead and check that out at NH. Feel free. It's riveting footage. Yep, check it out. Absolutely. We're all just sitting here. It's a, literally nothing circle. that you wouldn't hear on the radio, but it's... It's different, if you want to check that out. You Get to see our shenanigans we during use, the break. We <laughs> use our hands a lot. We're very <laughs> emotive when we talk. So. We're, we're very Italian with it's our ve- hands. It's yeah, extremely exciting. so. Uh, Before we get into anything uh, today, guys, I just got to say that I'm loving this weather. Yet, we're all, for the most part, wearing hoodies, except for Dave. I don't know why. I think it's just kind of like a forced habit. Yeah, you took it off. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know what? I'm really hot already, because yesterday, I think, was the warmest February day in the history of Boston, right? Yeah, that's... uh,
4: 71 degrees. It's a little concerning, right, for the globe. Yeah, global warming. uh, There we go. You can't
0: complain, right? I really can't <laughs> complain. I'm February. loving this. It's February, and I saw someone running around in shorts yesterday. <laughs> but Brian, <That's> awesome. Brian's <laughs>
5: drinking uh, hot chocolate. You're drinking a hot coffee. I have hot coffee year-round, though. You guys are ridiculous. Round, <laughs> it's 65 degrees out. I was, more, I was a
0: nice coffee guy in high school, but somewhere in college, I just started drinking hot coffee year-round. I yeah, don't know why.
3: I mean, uh, I can't get an extra-large cold a ch- uh, cold chocolate. That's not a thing. Well, cold
4: chocolate, no. But you get a chocolate, yeah. You get a chocolate uh, macchiato or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, with the mocha flavor. Come on! Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. I
5: hey, like there's coffee. a
0: mocha iced coffee at every coffee shop. I don't you like know it.
5: Mocha. What are we here to do today, anyway, guys? <laughs>
0: you know, see, the thing is, it's kind of interesting <laughs> that we're kind of uh filibustering to open the show here because we, 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 this, there, because there's nothing to talk about. I mean, Demarcus Cousins got traded not to the Celtics, though. So other than that. It's just been a slow week. I mean, yeah. we can open up talking about uh, Vladdy Divac and the Kings getting robbed and, and giving up Omri Caspi and Demarcus Cousins for a bag of trash. I yeah. mean, do
3: we want to start there? Well, they really love Buddy Healed. Yeah. Oh, They're they, they absolutely in love with they Buddy had, Heald. They and think they he's like, the next get, Steph hey, Curry. That, that no, Curry. No,
0: no, Not back they. Just
5: the owner <laughs> thinks that.
0: Yeah, just
3: well, the owner. Well, he, 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 yeah, he thinks that he's the next Steph Curry, though. He fell in love with the player. Yeah.
4: And, and, and you know what? The Kings, honestly. Uh, I don't think that they cared what they got in return for DeMarcus Cousins. We talked about it. Last week we said, well, they're working on a contract extension, and I was like, well, I I think that's just a leverage thing, but the leverage didn't even work <laughs> he out. He could for
5: still
3: them. sign with them w- during the offseason.
5: What what I loved about the Sacramento yeah, but he, Kings, uh, you
4: know, that's not going to happen.
5: What I loved about Sacramento Kings was Vlade Divac coming out <laughs> at the press <laughs> conference saying that he had a better deal on uh, the table.
4: Like, who does that? <laughs> who do, even if there was, like, who comes out and tells the fan base, Wait, hey, Vlade he, Divac, well, we had a better offer two days ago, but we said, nah screw that by the same team wasn't it by the same
3: team no no it's by another team oh i I, wasn't there a better offer by the same team too
5: probably
0: (laughs) i was (laughs) watching i was watching comcast sportsnet and they were showing um b-roll footage of his interview with the media and underneath Vladi divak they put vlady divak robbery victim yes that's truly what it was
5: (laughs) and and at the end of the day everybody says well why didn't the celtics make a trade it's because the owner really fell in love with buddy healed so there was no other trade that was going to be proposed and going their way and that they were going
4: to accept it any deal involving boogie cousins to the celtics they would have been asking for more from the celtics because yep. the celtics have more chips than everyone else basically any trade that might have been proposed to the celtics this deadline the, the asking price if you're the Celtics was higher than for any other team because everyone knows you've got all these chips. You've got all of these assets that you You've got you the can Brooklyn use.
3: picks. you got the Dallas pick. you got uh A, Nowaki, li- a litany Nowaki, of point
4: yep. guards and young players at your disposal here. The, Too the many Celtics, guards. The Celtics are in a position that not many teams – have been in lately where and it's where and you're it's winning an games position because winning games and you have lottery picks right you you've got dra- <laughs> high draft picks coming up you've got a good young team and you're in second place in the east and that uh, I believe you can't is ask one of for the, much more you can't but i think that that's part of the reason but why no one wants to deal with the celtics they're yeah. in too much of an advantageous <laughs> but, position but you're
3: still so far below the Cavs. it's ridiculous
4: well yeah that, and that's the thing You know, you you don't get Boogie Cousins fine, whatever. You weren't even in on the conversation. That's a little bit upsetting considering he fills pretty much every need that this team has. And he
3: fits the uh, dynamic of this team. Uh, A big guy that can shoot threes. And uh, he
4: he helps you on the boards, and he can shoot. Yeah. All right, so he does uh fit into Brad Stevens' system in terms of the kind of player that he is. Obviously, they were out on this guy because of the locker room issue or the potential locker room issue. Or they want to mess up the Ste- team chemistry. Stevens
3: didn't want to coach him.
4: Well, and that's what I'm getting at here right. is that Brad Stevens looked at the player and said, Look, I like what we've got going on in this locker room. These players all play for each other. They they play hard. It's a team game, and I don't want a guy like DeMarcus Cousins coming in here and screwing that up.
5: Yeah, and I was gonna wait to get to it, but I'm gonna to get to it now. Everybody says, Well, why don't you pull like a Kevin Garnett kind of deal? Okay, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, um, Kelly Olenek, these guys are nothing compared to Tony Allen, Gerald Green, Sebastian Telfair, which are bumps which they gave away in the trade. Okay, you know shipping Tony, Allen. Tony Allen was wasn't
0: in that well, deal.
3: No.
5: Tony Allen,
0: no, Tony Allen, went, he won a championship with KG. He went to Memphis like yeah. two or three years later. Well, I, I forget who else is. Wally in the, in Zerbiak. The tr- Wally Zerbiak. deal. I
3: there,
0: loved Wally.
5: But those guys are bums, okay? And you're looking at it as a trade proposal that the Celtics would have had to put on would be Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder... Uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Brooklyn picks for a, a guy right. named Paul George, right. who's going to L.A. after he gives up his contract with Indiana anyway. Right. And and then Jimmy Butler is not going to put you over the top. So if I'm Ange, you know, I'm not I'm not happy, but I'm not mad. You're not making yeah. a
3: deal just to make a deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Both of you said it right on the dot. Like he didn't want to meddle with a team that's currently second in the East. And if you're not going to make a move at the deadline this year that puts you over the top, then why do it? Well, and here's my problem with it, because I don't necessarily have an issue
4: with Ainge not pulling the trigger on a deal that's going to somewhat mortgage your future for a guy that may not even sign here with you in the offseason in Paul George. I'm not that upset at face value, but also, Danny Ainge not pulling the trigger based on the fact that this team is second place in the East, means nothing to me. Because the reason he doesn't pull the trigger isn't because he believes in this team being second place in the East. Uh, he doesn't believe that they have a shot at making a run at Cleveland. He did it because he knew even pulling the trigger on a deal means that you it, it doesn't put you above and beyond Cleveland. No, you're you, you can't forward. even beat Cleveland if you make that deal. Mm-hmm. And that's my issue with the NBA in general. Okay, because there's no parity in this league, you have to be able to currently. You you have to make your moves based on the fact that uh, uh, of whether or not you can beat the best team in your conference. And there's just so little parity that you look at it and you say, we can't even beat Cleveland if we make this move, which to me is the most asinine thing in pro sports because you should be able to have enough parity where. On any given night, any given series, any team can beat the other. And that's not how it is in the NBA. It's the only
5: sport
3: that that happens. Uh,
5: And I was going to say, you know, back in the day, there was two powerhouses. And and it was the Celtics versus the Lakers. But then you also had teams that were really in the mix, like Chicago, like um, Utah Jazz. I mean, you had these really good teams that were right there on the borderline. And the Celtics are not right there. that's the difference like you you got Golden State and you got the Cleveland Cavaliers and everybody else is you know down in the pile of the dump okay and and at the end of the day you got to look at the Golden State Warriors right their development of players is really what makes them click right right and and so if I'm Danny Ainge I'm kind of taking that mentality moving forward and I'll say you know what I'm going to build
3: through the draft. Right, it might take, take longer than ha- having that superstar. But no superstars coming here. And, and that's the problem. That Al Horford's say. the only big name free agent the Celtics have ever
5: signed. Well, the problem is, uh, Brian, those days of finding a franchise senior player, they're over because there's none out there. It's Kevin Durant. It's Steph Curry. It's right. LeBron James. It's right. Russell Westbrook. And it's those, the Marcus Cousins. And those
3: teams were, were drafted by the teams they're currently on aside from Kevin Durant and Demarcus Cousins. Well, right.
4: and LeBron left and came back. Well, yeah, but that's so because that doesn't count. He, he already left and came back. That's well, he's my whole point you know? is, well, yeah, but <laughs> but that's another point towards this league has problems in terms of the best players can dictate where they go. Right. What teams are the best teams right. in the league? And no
3: one picks the Celtics. Uh, no, no, no fault on them. But uh, I don't know if it has to do with like how cold it is. How no, it's they not just a don't have a guy. Right. Which,
4: is, which is why I thought pulling a tr- uh, Pulling a trade at the deadline might have been advantageous to them in the offseason because if you get a guy like Paul George, right. if you get a guy like Jimmy Butler, Make a run. now you're more now you're in a more apt position to draw a free agent here in the offseason. But you can still try and pull that off before the NBA draft. And and that's what I
5: want to key on because I think
4: moving forward, they should
5: definitely look into Developing all their players because you can't just write off of Jalen
3: Brown. He's 19 years old. You can't
5: write off of Marcus Smart. He's 21, 22. Uh,
3: These guys, specifically Jalen Brown, uh, he didn't get the minutes until Avery Bradley went down, and now he's showing he's showing up. Well, until
4: Cleveland or the Golden State Warriors fizzle out, it's irrelevant. Jalen Brown's not going to become a guy that's going to put you over the edge. He's just not. So you're, you're not. just
0: basically waiting out these two teams.
4: Well, and that's what I mean. At some point, you have to pull the trigger on a trade and get a superstar in here. Otherwise, you're going to draft. You're going to develop. And what? Five years from now, your roster is going to have turnover. It's not even going to be the same team. Right. Well, and, and, you know, and all like, you're banking on is that five years from now, Cleveland and Golden State aren't aren't the teams that they are. But at that point, there's going to be another team with, with three superstars. It's just how the, te- how the league works. And guys, they, they, they have a lot of players on the roster.
5: They're going right. to have to give up some of those players. They have guys overseas because they couldn't put them on the roster. So, at the end of the day, they're going to have to make a trade before the draft. Right. Uh, because sp-
3: they don't have any room to bring in a guy like Markel Fultz. Well, they don't have any room to bring in any more guards <laughs> <laughs> specifically. Well,
4: and, no, and, at, at and that they're going to draft by, the
3: guard if they do draft. Well, because they're, they're going to have to make a decision between smart Avery Bradley and uh, IT. IT. I, I think uh, getting rid of Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder
5: is probably what they're going to go that route's going to go because I, I Jay Crowder's um, salary is really good and the quality of the player at that price is extremely nice right. for a team that's rebuilding and then Avery Bradley is a defensive minded guard and you also grown. put yeah but he he can also put up points when he's healthy right so i i don't think i don't think it's a bad idea to wait because you don't want to give up all those assets but i will say that you're going to have to trade uh you know 3 or 4 players to make sure that you have enough room for Markel Fultz or you know any Lonzo of those Ball. guys in the in the drafts, and then you got Zizic coming over from overseas next year, and you wow. got Yabusele. Yeah, yeah, Yabusele can <laughs> stay in France.
4: Yeah, Z- Zizic has been a name that keeps coming up this week, yeah. and it's pissing me off to know it. <laughs> the guy's performing well in a European league. Ah, uh, you know who also did that? Yeah, the Greek freak. There I know, I know, but like he's an outlier. He's not the the standard bearer for people coming. From, from the, the european Porzingis. league yeah but he's
3: a recent success which means there Porzingis could be more. is another one but they are yeah. few
4: and far between that's all i'm saying so if they look i haven't seen the kid play if he's legit and people are saying he is that's awesome but he's still a guy that's not going to help you this year or probably not even next year yeah, there's
0: a reason he's in like europe right now and not in
4: the turkish NBA. league actually but Cause it's because he's a ways away all right and here's the thing with with the celtics in their advantageous position because we've been talking to no end about how many assets they have and how many assets they've had over the past couple of years Now the window's starting to close. Am I right? Like, the, the Brooklyn picks are starting to fizzle out. You we, have we too many have, players on have, the <laughs> roster. We only have, what, the two <laughs> Brooklyn picks left? Yeah. This year and next year's Brooklyn picks are the only two Brooklyn picks left out of that deal. But Dave, You've got a good group of young players, but the problem is, like we said, with this deadline, you had almost too much leverage. Teams recognize that, so you were going to have to pay through the nose. But now you're losing leverage slowly. The longer this goes on without you making a trade, you are now losing leverage. Unless and you're, and you're you going to be taken advantage of you're going to be taken advantage of though because teams know that you're at the point where you're desperate to pull the trigger on a trade so you're slowly but surely losing leverage and the longer you wait the more you're going to have to give up for that guy if you want to make a trade yeah these picks or with your players
5: and more assets you have the the likelier it is for you know a team to really go out and go after you Um, but there's no, like, I'm going to go back to it. There's no franchise changing player out there because Jimmy Butler, if he was so great, the Chicago Bulls would have been in the top three in the Eastern conference. If Paul George is so great, Indiana Pacers would be at the top of the Eastern conference. You're right. So to that point, there's no guy out there that I'm willing to give up that kind of package for. And I recognize that you have to trade players, but at the same time, if you want to develop these players moving forward and you want to build off a young core, you can draft players as you go because I think that's the best way to do it you're not going to beat LeBron James, you're not going to beat Steph Curry, you're not going to beat Kevin Durant so who do you go
4: after? You don't go after anybody because nobody is there available but Mark, that does make it sort of this long term plan and and it's been playing out as a long term plan anyway and it's nice that they're competitive during that whole process but it's not an overnight thing and I think as Celtics fans, we got used to that sort of overnight switch with that KD deal, all of a sudden uh, the KG deal, all of a sudden overnight the Celtics were a championship contender that's not how it usually works so you've got to go out and get the asset while you can so uh, and I'm not saying they should have given up all of the stuff that uh, Indiana was asking for for Paul George but even if it was a Jimmy Butler if the asking price was a little lower for him and again I'm not sure Chicago is even interested in really giving him up but if there was the potential to go and do it you do it because it's not a one step process it's a multi step process you go and get that guy and now you're in a more apt position to draw in a free agent in the offseason you've got to do it one step at a time and at this point I think the steps they're taking are going to be that long that long-term sort of process where you're drafting and developing players hoping that they become superstars and at some point you hope that LeBron and Steph Curry fizzle out and aren't the players that they are anymore so that then you can make the jump but that's like four years down the line
5: and remember that players are coming off the books so you're going to have money to spend throughout free agency so it's not just going to be through the draft they're actually going to have the flexibility to go out and got, get a guy like Blake Griffin or even if Paul George is a free agent he, you know if he doesn't want to go to LA which you, he will go to LA but I'm just saying you know you, you have the opportunity to go after a guy like
4: that so but you're not going to not have, gonna
0: end up where they end up signing with with the Celtics. You're it, gonna just, ha- it doesn't happen. It, it
4: never happens. That's the thing. If you if you had a guy in a trade right now like a Jimmy Butler or something of the like You'd have a more advantageous chance of getting a free agent here, like a Blake Griffin. Sure. Or, or you still or don't Durant know if he opts- would or, actually. But but we always well, exactly, say that you but have to
0: trade and acquire them in a the trade, and then have them fall in love with the culture and the city, and that's how you retain them. Right, mm-hmm.
4: right. And and then if you get that guy, you can then get the next guy. Because right now, as it stands, you're not going to draw a Blake Griffin or a Kevin Durant if he opts out. In, in the offseason. You're just not going to what the roster is currently constituted. So maybe they do right. make a deal before the draft and then they draw in another free agent. But if you don't do that, then the plan is a long-term plan and I'm not okay with that. I want success now. This team is good. They're in second place in the East. You got to go
0: for it at some point.
4: They're not good enough. That's though. not really saying much,
0: but... <laughs> 603-883-9900. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire
2: and ESPN Radio Extra Point with Dan Lebitard and Stugatz,
1: I want to talk about what's happening here with the Golden State Warriors and Draymond Green because I love what a great villain this guy is. Did you see what happened with him, Cody? The back-and-forth, the disrespectful back-and-forth with Paul Pierce? I heard
4: that he had uh, criticized Pierce for planning his uh, farewell tour. Well,
1: what he did during the game, he trash-talked Paul Pierce on the Clippers bench, and Draymond Green, because that ecosystem is cruel, because youth devours age... Paul Pierce is on the bench and Draymond is yelling at him. You're chasing that championship farewell tour and they don't love you like that. And he hits him with, you think you're Kobe, you're not Kobe. They don't love you like that. And then Paul Pierce goes on Twitter and writes, you won 73 games and blew a 3-1 lead. How great is that? More of that, please. As an entrepreneur,
2: you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system.
1: AutoZone presents Peak Performance. Maximizing fuel economy, engine life, and overall performance doesn't take a lot, thanks to fuel treatment and fluids from AutoZone. And right now, you can buy a 16-ounce bottle of Seafoam Motor Treatment for just $6.99. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner. Let's get you what you need. See store for restrictions and details. 6 a.m., you don't
2: beep your horn. Doesn't matter. My buddy knows the drill anyway, because we do this every chance we get. Like a kid at Christmas, he's going to be at the window, skis at the door, hot cup of coffee in hand that he'll drain, just in time for First Tracks at Loon. Enjoy outstanding conditions. Loon Mountain, New England's most accessible mountain destination, is wide open across three peaks. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. It's 6 a.m., clear as a bell, and winter quiet. I'm watching my breath turn to steam. If I turn left out of the driveway, there's a mountain of paperwork on my desk. If I turn right, there's a mountain of snow at Loon. I'm turning right. Work will still be there tomorrow. Loon Mountain is wide open across three peaks with terrain for the whole family. Full progression of terrain peaks in New Hampshire's only superpipe. Buy tickets ahead and save at LoonMTN.com.
1: Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update.
4: The Celtics took to the court for the first time since standing pad at the NBA trade deadline and the new look Toronto Raptors. They topped the green, 107-97. DeMar DeRozan went off with a game high, 43 points. Raptors newly acquired center Serge Ibaka with seven boards in the victory. Isaiah Thomas led all Celtics with 20 points in the loss. Seas will be back at it tomorrow. They'll travel to Detroit to take on the Pistons. Tip-off is at six o'clock. The Bruins are coming off their West Coast road trip. They went two and one against the Bay Area teams. They're five and one since head coach Bruce Cassidy took over. The bees are back on the ice tomorrow. They'll be taking on. Uh, they'll be in Dallas, taking on the Stars. It's a matinee matchup. Puck drops at 12:30. The trade deadline for the NHL is this coming Wednesday. And the Red Sox began their Grapefruit League action uh, this week. They fell to the Mets last night, 3-2. Henry Owens with the loss. The team plays again today. Rowenis Elias will, make, will take to the mound against the Minnesota Twins. Phil Hughes on the hill for them. First pitch from JetBlue Park is at 105. This SportsCenter update is brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now.
1: on ESPN New Hampshire and espnnhradio.com Like like I said, you know, we're trying to we're trying to upgrade our team and um, you know, but it is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. Uh, obviously, both are very important. The, the here and now and the long term, but um, like I said, we're very excited about we are on a long-term basis and you know, this year, this this year we didn't do any, make any trades, and last year we didn't make any trades, and uh, we we solidified our cap space, and we made a run at free agency, and we added Al Horford, and we added Jalen Brown, and are uh, two of our very best players on our team right now, and um, you know, so like we're we're happy with the direction that we're moving.
0: It's Danny Ainge talking to the media this week after the trade deadline. Uh, he mentions that it's a delicate balance of short-term and long-term goals. So, let me ask you guys: what's the short-term goal? For me, it's get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Plain and simple. That's the short-term goal. No, I win say a series.
3: The yeah, that's the goal. Win a series. How about we? They, see them the them. Celtics have not won a playoff series in five series. years.
4: I would love to see them just win one playoff series Yeah, that'd before be nice. we start talking about right. the Eastern Conference Finals. To me,
0: if they win a playoff series and then lose after that in the second round, that's a failure of a season. You have to get to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah. Depends on how they lose. I think
5: people around the NBA and Celtics fans in general, they still have the notion that the big three is still around and and that the Eastern Conference Finals is where their destination is. And I'm going to disagree with you. This team is not good enough to honestly either make
4: it out of the first round or advance. No, I I don't think they're ready. What are they, 1-8 against playoff teams this year? Or or the teams in the East that are in the playoff picture? Tur- like Toronto, Cleveland, Golden State, and uh, who else? I don't know. San Antonio. They, they have a terrible record <laughs> against teams that are going to be there. Let's uh, let's put it that way. And I just want to ask you guys the question, all right, because, you, Ashish, you bring up a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I don't think that they're good enough to get there, and here's why. I'll give you a list of teams that they're going to have to get through in order to get just to the Eastern Conference Finals, and you tell me, yes or no, are you confident that they win that series, a seven-game series? Are you confident that they even beat the Indiana Pacers in a seven-game series? Yes. yes. I think they can beat the Pacers. Really? Because yes. they got uh, Paul George and, and Turner it. there. That's it. A- and you think that they can combat that? They'll no, have, I don't have home Indiana field is, advantage. Yeah, I don't think Indiana The home court right, advantage. Anyway. They got home yeah. court advantage, but the uh, their two best players are not as good as the two best players on Indiana. Yeah, that doesn't matter. C- yeah, Celtics, are Celtics team have up. more depth. You're confident they can beat Indiana? I'm fairly confident, yes. 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 How about Washington?
0: Yeah, I think they should be able to beat
4: the If they have home court advantage, yes. How about the Raptors
0: who they cannot beat? Raptors scare me.
5: Yeah, Raptors, Raptors are scare probably me. and the... who
0: just got better. And uh, wiped out a 17 point lead that the Celtics had last night.
5: Yeah. Yeah, um that that's borderline.
0: I'd yeah, say that goes I, seven games. I think games. Toronto,
5: Toronto scares me, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, there's there's at least a series with those three teams. You would agree.
5: Yeah, but I, I think um the reason why uh the Celtics had a problem with the Hawks is cuz the the Hawks w- had depth. Um, and I think the Celtics going up against, like, you know, like you're well, talking about Paul George and Miles also had Turner. The Celtics
3: also had injuries. injuries
5: yeah, Brad- during Bradley and
4: Crowder were not. Uh, uh, Bradley didn't even play. Crowder not at 100% last year against the Hawks in the right. playoffs. They still looked horrible.
5: But, uh, but I, my point is. They didn't give is- me any
4: reason to think that they can win a playoff series.
5: But my point is, when you go up against these playoff teams, yeah, like they have, you know, superstars. You can put quotations around that because I don't think Miles Turner is yet a superstar. But I think that depth wins you games. And if, you, like you said, if everybody's healthy, the Celtics can make a run. Maybe possibly make it to the Eastern Conference, but they got to show more in, in regards to rebounding and playing more defense. I'm sorry, Al Horford is expendable at this point. I I hate his his game, though. I I hate his game. And the only reason why the Celtics had to uh, sign him is to bring in a name, not only that, but to fill salary cap. Right. So, you know, when people say you had to spend $28 million, well, that that was the asking Mm -hmm. price. And that's how much money you had to spend. So it it is kind of like stupid. It's a wash because you had to go out and get a guy just to fill the position when when you don't have talent there. So I, I would say, like, depth wins you. But also the right players around you. So right. Isaiah Thomas, Jalen Brown can come off the bench and play good, but you also need other players to yeah, step you, up right. and you can't
0: legitimately be a contender in this day and age without a big three. Yeah, that's one no, thing you that can't. Th- that's well, I, that I'd say two. I'd say two. Yeah, I say two, two as well. Two minimum, but for the most part, you look at Golden State. They just added KD, and if you want to include Dr- Draymond Green, you can make an argument that they have a big four out there. But his, right? his, Cleveland the has their big three. In Miami, you had the South Beach Super Trio. Yeah, you know, you had the big three with the Celtics. You had the big two with the Lakers with Powell- and uh, Kobe San Antonio so, San Antonio had their big three before Kawhi Leonard got into the picture so you need that big three or at least two guys and until you get that type of roster you're not going to be a legitimate contender. but you
3: also need at least one like super superstar yeah
0: what, well, well to well, beat well,
3: the team with the
4: real superstar yes yeah and
5: East yes, Dan- thinks Isaiah Thomas is that and, and which else... is
4: preposterous by the way right now it is he's he's never going to be a top 10 player I mean right now league.
5: it isn't Moving forward, it might be because this could be lightning in a bottle where he just strikes this year.
4: Right, Isiah Thomas is a great player. He's a great, but he can't do it on both sides of the floor. Like most, horrible defensively.
0: You said it perfectly the other day. I believe this was you. You said Isaiah needs to be the three in the big three.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. You need two players better than it. You do if you want to compete with Cleveland or Golden State. And let's not even discuss Golden State, okay? Because because the first hump to get over is Cleveland, okay? (laughs) Do you believe Danny Ainge believes in the depth thing that you just discussed, Mark? Do you think that Danny Ainge believes with depth he can make a run at the Eastern Conference Finals? Or do do you think that he didn't make a trade because he knows he's not going to make it past the Eastern Conference Finals?
3: What I think is that I think they're trying to approach it differently because they have a coach. And they're trying to approach it like the college game, which coaches can win championships. And they're seeing how that goes. I think Billy Donovan's what, trying it out with um, you know the Thunder. They have Russell Westbrook, right. but they don't have anybody
5: else. So right. Billy and, Donovan's and, trying to roll uh, Brad with Brad
3: Stevens has coached up this team to a team that is ne- currently second in the East, which is Great coach. remarkable. Sure. And why didn't
4: you add a big? Why in the world, if you thought this team was ready to go all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, why didn't you add a big? Okay, because that's the bigger problem that I have here. If you believe in the depth of this team, right. you add a big because it's mm-hmm. a deficiency.
5: Well, the Dallas Mavericks got Neuron's Noel for basically a bag of trash. And you so. could have gotten was Wasn't Bogut the, included what, in that? Bogut game? was. But yeah. you,
3: Plus, didn't Bogut get waived?
4: Guys, how many yes. bigs are there so. that just rebound? How many of them are there in this league? You could have went many. and gotten Jared Sullinger. You could have brought him back, and that fills a rebounding need. Right. It does. Well, there's, Horford was supposed to fill that, but he is, can't rebound. There is trash in this league <laughs> that you could have gotten for pennies on the dollar, and it would have filled a need. the it, it, the need is obviously for this team that they cannot rebound. You needed a rebounder. You didn't even make a run at a rebounder. So 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 he just he basically pushed all his chips into the table and said, "Screw it, we're not winning this year." And he didn't even give up any of his his lesser assets just to make the team better for this year's playoff run. Dave, he didn't even do that.
5: Uh, Dave, I, I will agree. I I think Danny Ainge is throwing the white flag just because he knows he can't beat the Cleveland Cavaliers and Golden State Warriors. And it's evident; it's written on the wall. These guy these two teams are way higher above you. But at the same time, you, it's the same token. You can't give up value players moving forward because everybody's saying like you could have de- dealt Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, and Jalen Brown in that Brooklyn pick. You're giving up four players amongst that core that you have right now that's right. actually second in the East, and you have been Brad Stevens with great continuity through the roster. Mm-hmm. right? But moving forward, if you get Paul George... You still got to build off of that because yeah,
4: but you're closer, this is a supporting Mark. cast. But but you're much Are you, though? But, you're, but you need yes, supporting absolutely. cast. If you trade if away you, 3 you of tra- your core absolutely, players. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you look, if that deal was real, that was on the table. It was pick 3 out of the 4. It was Bradley, Smart, Crowder, and Brown. Pick Who would 3 you, out of the 4. What
3: 3 would you choose? I would
4: have picked uh I would have kept Smart. Okay, I would have kept Marcus Smart on this roster because I think he's a dynamic defensive talent and he's a unique player that you want on this roster. Agreed. But You are absolutely closer to your goal of beating Cleveland if you bring in Paul George. You're not there yet, but you're closer.
3: I feel like you're farther away. You got two
5: year runs. You're, you're not though. further
4: away. You know why? Because you're that much closer to bringing in the next guy if you bring in a Paul George. Hey, you hey, know how this Ma-
0: league works. Yeah, but Mark just nailed it. He, Paul George is a free agent after next season. 2018. Well, right. no, that, that's, that's a that's huge why risk. What if you
4: That's why you don't pull the trigger. I understand. Okay. And, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't pull the trigger, but uh, like, don't get it twisted that somehow this team, as currently constituted, is good enough. Danny Ainge knows it's not good enough. He that's does. why he didn't he make a move. Yeah. A- and I and I know you can sort of flip it on its ear and say, no, he believes in the team, and that's why he didn't make a move. But I think we're all smart enough to know that he didn't make a move because making one doesn't get you past Cleveland and there was a chance you weren't going to be able to sign Paul George in the offseason anyway.
5: Dave, what you just said is, is Danny Ainge with the PR. Okay, and, it, and there's a Danny Ainge behind the scenes. And Danny behind the scenes saying I'm throwing the white flag because we're not good enough to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers and Golden State Warriors. Right, and
4: outwardly but, he's saying, look, I, Den- I love this team. They're exactly. a scrappy group of players, and they're going to make it all. They're going to give Cleveland a run for their money, and it's going to be awesome, they're going to try really super hard. Yeah, awesome, Danny. Uh, but that, goal- that
5: works in physical education class. Ultimately
4: okay? the goal is to win a championship and you didn't not really. get you didn't get any <laughs> closer at this deadline. That's all I'm saying. Don't well, I mean, get- uh, don't uh, be uh, don't disillude yourself into thinking that they're closer somehow by not making a move. They need to bring in a guy. A- and I don't care how you go about doing it, maybe you sign Paul George as a free agent this offseason.
0: Not maybe this he, offseason. Maybe he doesn't go next to LA off-season.
4: or or next offseason. But what like that's my point. You bring a guy in here, right? You make the deal. Uh, say they get the number one pick in the lottery. They decide, okay, we're going to make the deal for Paul George. You bring him into Boston, put him in a good situation. It's a city of champions, and you can say you can be the centerpiece of a, of a championship team in a city where you won't just be celebrated for your, your one successful year. If you win a championship in this city, they're not celebrating the championship. They're celebrating you. Yeah. They're celebrating your life. That's what this team needs to pitch to these free agents, because... Boston's not a destination location for any of these NBA superstars. So you got to find a way to reel one in, to reel in a second guy, but you're not going to get there unless you take that first step and get someone here who can draw in that next guy. But
5: guys, there, there's no like set lineup. Like, you, you don't have a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center anymore. It's right. four guards and a big. And that, that's really all you need in the NBA these days. So when you look at it from that standpoint, you know I, I think if they, if, if they get the first pick, they're going to keep it, and they're going to draft Markel Fultz. They'll,
4: dra- they'll draft another point guard.
5: Yeah. It's going to be either Ball or Fultz. But you're going to have to build off of guards and, and then uh, uh, assess um, you know bigs in the free agent market because actually bigs are, are a hot commodity in the free agent market. And, of course, you're going to need that wing scorer. You need that wing scorer. And, yes, Paul George could fulfill that. But he's already said that he wants to go to LA, so why go after him? Well, right.
4: I don't buy into any of that crap right now. I'm sorry. Like he might, w- he might want to, preferably go to LA. Fine. Whatever. Things change. Things always change in this league. And I don't believe half the stuff that gets put out there anyway during the trade deadline. It's all smoke and mirrors. I don't believe a, a single rumor that happens. So this L.A. thing with Paul George. I believe in Wojnowski. Maybe, maybe he wants to go there. But, I mean, is that organization closer to winning a championship than you are? So no, if you he get, wants if to you go out so L.A. So if you get a meeting with these guys, though, you've got you've to work your magic. If, if you're someone Asian wants to Stevens. go somewhere,
3: you're not going to keep them from going to that destination. I, un- I understand. No one Boston, stopped LeBron from going Boston's to miami not
4: a destination <laughs> location which is why you try to acquire the guy in a trade rather than in free agency you get him in here first so that he learns that boston is a great city to play sports a- in as
3: we said earlier superstars decide where they go so paul george not you not the, he
5: cannot not the Celtics.
4: decide if you make a trade for him. Am I right? No,
5: but he's a free agent after the 2018 so, so, season.
4: Okay, let me, let me pose it to you this way. Do you think the odds of getting a Paul George long-term, not as a rental, but long-term, are the odds of you getting Paul George on a long-term deal greater if you try and sign him as a free agent or if you make a deal for him in a trade that brings him here for a year, where he's playing here for a year, and then you try and the sign. letter, obviously. The latter, yeah. Okay, so if you guys, but I'm not that, giving up
5: half my core for a guy that right. You don't even know you're taking a, a gigantic it's a risk. But then you're
4: but then you're further away. I'm sorry, you got to take the risk at some point because now you're running out of the you the window's closing on these Brooklyn picks, guys. And if you don't pull the trigger. Then uh, by the time these Brooklyn picks are gone, you're going to be stuck with the roster that you have as currently constituted, and you are no closer to beating LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers.
5: But how did Golden State Warriors become good? How did San Antonio... They, they, like drafting. They,
4: they drafted and they uh, pulled a horseshoe out of their ass with Steph Curry.
5: Steph Curry... No, Steph Curry w- was working at his work ethic. He was a great player coming out of college, Well, But Shooting what number wise. was he
4: even drafted? He was seven, late in the seven, draft. Seventh, okay, seventh, seventh, right? seventh. in the pa- Okay, so, so you're draft. talking about uh, you, you would have had to have gotten lucky with a guy like Marcus Smart, okay, which doesn't happen that often. Steph Curry was, was a unique player in that he wasn't a top three pick and he turned into a superstar. You have to pull a horseshoe out of your ass with those kinds of guys. They got lucky in the draft. Look at look at the Thunder. They drafted uh, they drafted Harden, Durant, and uh, Westbrook. Ibaka. And where did it, and Ibaka? And where did that get them? They drafted all of those players, and look where they are now. Well, that's because they, they traded jam- them all away. They didn't win a championship <laughs> because they couldn't keep all those guys. They didn't bro. have a great coach. There's a <laughs> there's a small window though for all of this stuff. You know, and that's why the window when you got the big three here with KG and, and, and Ray Allen was so was so short. Right. It was it was nice, it was great, it was an awesome run. I wouldn't give it up for anything, but it was short-lived. And they
3: should have had two titles out of that. Three. So
4: so you and and you know that those were close <laughs> series against yeah. the Lakers, so it's touch and go. But that's why you take the risk. Because you can get to that point. If you get to that level, you've taken a risk, but at least you're there. Now you're in the conversation. You've got a chance to beat these teams if you go and do that stuff. So Uh, To me, it's take a risk once in a while, and now the window's closing on your assets. So it's got to happen sooner than later.
5: They didn't have to take a risk with Kevin Garnett because Kevin Garnett had a no-trade clause, and he wiped it, and he came over to the Celtics. So, But there's a difference here. Kevin Garnett was a power forward, a guy that really believed in the, the spirit of the Celtics, whereas Paul George, I feel like, is a fancy guy. He Kevin wants Kevin Garnett go,
4: didn't want to come here at first.
5: But, but Paul George is from L.A., so that's why I think he wants to go play for his hometown team. I, I, I know he said he wants to play for a winning team, and I recognize that. But the Celtics right now, even if they add Paul George, that's the thing. Even if they add him, they're not a good – they're not a
4: great team. I get it. No, but, but you're you got closer if you add Paul George. You're closer. You and, think you're closer. And you have a better chance of signing him at free agency if he's here for a yeah, year. Yeah, but you don't
0: necessarily have to make that trade. You just have to make a deep playoff run. I was right. telling Brian the other day that right now the Celtics are the San Diego Chargers of the mid 2000s. Good, not great. Can't get past New England. That's what the Celtics are. Can't get past Cleveland. If you are just good enough to get to that point where you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, much like the Chargers in the mid-2000s, got to the AFC Championship game and lost, that might be enough to bring in a guy and be like, you know what, they're one guy away. One guy away from making it to that next
4: round. Maybe, but if you never take the risk, then you're, then you're never going to uh, get over that hump at the same time. Okay, so you, the reason I say go and get a Paul George in a trade is because you risk not getting him at all. All right, if you believe that that's a guy that's going to make your team better, go and make a trade for him. I'm
5: not giving up three, three or four if, if he had of my If you had
0: three years left this, on this deal. I'm
4: not saying this is the deal that you make. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to take a risk at, at beating Cleveland, you've got to get a guy like Paul George in a trade where he doesn't have the choice at free agency to go wherever he wants.
5: But if, if the trade's not there, I mean, you can't force it. So I, I think Ainge wanted to make that trade. But I think that yeah, just his the, price, the price was way, way too high. I just, way too I, high.
4: I just think you're closer if you get Paul George to getting that next guy, and if you get Paul George, you
1: Who, know, who's they, the next, you're,
4: you're that much closer. Who's the next guy, though? Uh, whoever opts out this year or next. But there's not like there's no like superstars. He's
5: he's not. He, he's Why not at, if
4: Paul George is on this he's team? He's staying in Golden State. You don't think he'd want to come here and no. play with Paul George? He's, it
5: depends on what happens with the Warriors. It's a dynasty. dynasty. He's staying in Golden State. They've got to win. they got to win. Five, yeah. six championships. Okay, so you might,
4: you might be right. So what's the point, right? Yeah. So what's the point anyway? Nope. Why even bother? There's, There's no one. point. You Keep all what? your assets. <laughs> draft all your picks. Five years from now, you'll be, a, it, Danny. you'll be a completely different team. Exactly. And you won't have won a championship. Yep. And you're going to wait for LeBron and Curry to fizzle out, but it won't matter because no, at just, that point, you're
3: mainly waiting for LeBron. At that point, LeBron.
4: there'll be a new batch of superstars in this league that you're going to try and acquire through trades of free agents. Yep, but you Markel won't, Fultz but in the draft. But you won't have any assets left over. Okay, so if Fultz isn't that guy, you're porked. End of story. You're screwed if you don't get that guy.
5: You got 2018 draft back to
4: you. are crossing your fingers. It's a hope and a prayer. And
3: 2019
4: you got to take a risk at some point, guys. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) you got to do it at
0: some point. 603-883-9900. The Red Sox officially have started Grapefruit League play. We'll talk about that next year on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire.
1: 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN.
0: Daddy, where do babies come from?
5: Uh, well, uh, honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh,
4: well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right?
5: Right.
2: And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance.
0: Oh, really? And that makes them happy?
2: Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, Sunshine. (laughs) Geico. Because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) Yep.
3: Feel like racing? (laughs) Hey,
2: wait. (laughs) This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as direct exercise is hard so is maintaining a healthy diet of course neither is half as hard as dying sadly type 2 diabetes heart disease and stroke kill nearly a million people a year even sadder most of these deaths are preventable with a few lifestyle changes including regular activity healthier eating and not smoking talk to your doctor about your risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease And if your doctor recommends lifestyle changes or medication, listen. The reason so many die is because not enough are willing to change. You can stop it, starting right now. It's your life. Listen to your doctor. Eat better. Get moving. Visit checkupamerica.org or call 1-800-DIABETES, a message from the American Diabetes Association. Keyboard cat? Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, (laughs) that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
1: Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update.
4: The Celtics took to the co- to the court. He said gracefully for the first time since standing pat at the NBA trade deadline. And the new look Toronto Raptors topped the green 107-97. DeMar DeRozan went off with a game-high 43 points. Raptors newly acquired center Serge Ibaka with seven boards in the victory. Celtics didn't need a guy like that. Isaiah Thomas led all Celtics with 20 points in the loss. Seas will be back at it tomorrow. They'll travel to Detroit to take on the Pistons. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. And the Bruins are coming off their West Coast road trip. They went 2-1 and one against the Bay Area teams. They're 5-1 since head coach Bruce Cassidy took over. The Bees are back on the ice tomorrow. They'll be, take, they'll be in Dallas taking on the Stars. It's a matinee matchup against old friend Tyler Sagan. Puck drops at 12-30. And the trade deadline for the NHL is this coming Wednesday. The Red Sox began their Grapefruit League action this week. They fell to the Mets last night 3-2. Henry Owens with the loss team plays again today, Rowanis Elias will take the mound against the Minnesota Twins, Phil Hughes on the hill for them first pitch from JetBlue Park is at 105. I'm David Pollard. don't go anywhere, the Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now We're
1: talking baseball Klaususki Campanella talking baseball man and
0: Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. 603-883-9900 back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN, New Hampshire, ESPN, NHradio.com. Grapefruit League action officially underway. Everyone here is super excited for that. I am. This song just brought me
4: down a little bit. but (laughs) Let's
5: calm it down It's
4: ridiculous when this is the song that's supposed to get you amped up for baseball. We're talking baseball. baseball. So exciting. Right.
0: <laughs> like this is this is like the epitome of the no, It's forced, a Randy Newman song. It's yeah, forced it Red Sox talk. It's forced baseball talk just because. Mm-hmm. Just because nothing except for the trade deadline happened this week. And again, not much to say about the Celtics. Really not much to say about the Red Sox. They played one Great Fruit League game, right? Yes. With the Mets. They and lost. They lost. They oh, they do. did?
4: Guys, they're not going to win a World Series. <laughs> the season's over. <laughs> they lost to the Mets in their oh. first Grapefruit League game. But T- honestly, like I,
0: like I said, I don't really put much stock in spring training games, but no, Rusni Castillo does? is just pissing me the hell off. Talking right. about Grapefruit. like Why, another. How
4: is he <laughs> pissing you off? Though? It's just another mental not, lapse. How many a,
0: times have we talked about the mental lapses with Dude, this guy? Dude, it's not his fault they gave him a $70 million contract. Oh so in, yeah, You guys know what happened, right? In his second at-bat on Thursday against Northeastern, this dude again forgot how many outs there were when he was batting. He thought there were 2 when there were just 1 and Oops. he didn't run out a 6-4-3 double play.
4: Yeah, there's 3 outs in an inning.
0: Sorry, John and, Farrell. And uh, I believe uh, the players, some players uh, in the dugout, John Farrell alluded to someone like calling him out privately. I, I think John Farrell He's probably be, called him out. Yeah, he did to the media, <laughs> but I'm talking about the players. There has to be accountability here and I'm glad that they did, but seriously, how many chances are we gonna give this guy? He, he has a- no chances. He's uh,
4: not on the forty-man uh, roster. Whoa, he has no chances. No, you're gonna, you're gonna give him a ton of chances because you gave him seventy million dollars. Right,
3: actually. but he's not on the forty-man it do- roster. It's irrelevant. Yeah, you're you're gonna, give him you're a gonna, seventy-two point five million dollars deal. You're, you're
4: gonna keep trying he's to get a guy anything. a chance, and the guy's never gonna do anything because you
0: handed him seventy million dollars. This is the worst signing that we don't talk about regularly. Yeah, you know? like we, we don't we, need to because we. He's I mean, we'll touch on it every now and then. Because he's not there. Right, but doesn't that piss you off, Brian? he's not even seventy-two point five million. million deal doesn't matter in that moment. Be. money he, does not matter. He's it not really a, doesn't, <laughs> but
4: still, it's the, it's, it's the, what am I trying to get at? It's just the idea of it all. You know, it's not so much that uh, they handcuff themselves money-wise by giving the guy a $70 million deal and now they can't make moves elsewhere. It's just the, the, concept of giving this guy $70 million to never hit the field. That's That that
0: just speaks to inadequacy in the front office. At least Edgar Renteria got on the field. At least Julio Lugo played. You know this guy's not playing at the big league level. Well, because he stinks too. I mean, he's, he's plays, bad. he he's plays. He plays in Pawtucket it's, it's, and he bats like 240. Obviously, the worst contract in the history of the Red Sox is Carl Crawford. It's one of them. But this is like top five. It's yeah, right this is there. right. I love there.
3: how we all talk about Castillo, but we not don't talk about Alan Craig.
0: Because well, he's, he's, he's in the same boat. Well, but, he didn't make
3: as much money. Yeah, yeah,
4: nowhere near as much money.
3: Well, no, he made like four or five million. But that was
0: different because he was uh, still a productive player. He was an all-star with the Cardinals. So it's kind of like you can understand why they made that deal. This guy, they just signed from Cuba after watching him like right. lift. They didn't even. Well, they no sent one better than I. They sent no one, scouts no to no check didn't. out Rusni Castillo <laughs> right. during a weightlifting session. They didn't even study his baseball skills. Seventy they were just million. It's like oh, this guy can bench. That guy oh. can
4: lift weights. Give him seventy million dollars to come play baseball. He's uh, on steroids. That's what we
3: should do. We should just start lifting weights and have the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, let's, or just, or let's, let's just hope that exactly. the Red just
4: Sox just notice us. Right. And they'll give they'll give anyone <laughs> who can <laughs> lift weights seventy go, million dollars. Go play in Cuba. What kind of a scouting job is that? You know, it's no kind of scouting job at all. They did a bad job scouting him. Yeah bad job by the scouting department of the Boston Red Same Sox. Same
3: thing with Dice K. Well, see, at Should least Dice won you a World Series. Or at he, win at w- least, World least he World hit Series.
4: the field and had some wins in, in big league in games. In parts of it's six true. seasons. It's yeah. a better deal
0: uh, <laughs> by Yeah, one default. good season.
3: <laughs> if that was even a good season.
0: Yeah, average. No, da- no, listen, don't get me started on Dice K. You guys know I'm a Dice K hater. I hated him for yeah, every second when okay. But I I the here. is, we do not talk about or K. At least Dice was on the field when he wasn't. Can we talk about
4: players that are playing this year for the Red Sox and what they might contribute to the team this year. It's the
0: third straight week we've referenced this The one
3: thing (laughs) that I I, I don't know if you noticed this, but they were filming uh, Swihart the other day, and apparently he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. I'm not worried about that anymore
0: because he he didn't have the yips in the game that he played. Apparently he gunned down someone at second or tried to. Yes, but the yips show up randomly.
4: He couldn't throw it back to the pitcher last week. Right. That's what the issue was. He kept overthrowing the pitcher. And
3: that's a mental thing that – uh, like regurgitates itself
4: Well yeah It's like You get so wrapped up In your own brain Right That your arm just cr- uh, Just craps right. itself Thumbles, it's, it, Oh my god I just forgot because how to Throw a baseball Just because That's it's what better happens. One
3: week Doesn't mean it's gone <laughs> Just so you know. Well,
5: no, yeah. it
4: can come back. Right. Any Because you guys know that uh, people's mental uh, mental mindset is fragile as it is. Right. You're a pro athlete with a lot of pressure on you. It makes it that much more fragile. And all of a sudden, your brain forgets how to throw a baseball. That's what happened to Swihart a couple weeks ago. So that's concerning. Watch it going forward. That's what that's
3: happened with uh, Jared uh before he gonna say came that, to yeah. the Red Sox. And, and then he and was that's
0: okay what, defensively. He wasn't great defensively. He was okay. Right, but he never had any issues. I just don't that think he he I he ever had talent.
5: I don't think Blake Swihart really has a role in this team. No, he doesn't. Honest. Yeah, honest. I
0: don't even know why they have him back at catcher. I think maybe they're just trying to boost his He has value more value as a, as a
3: catcher because of his offense.
5: Absolutely at right. catcher you don't you
0: have offensive catchers in this league.
3: Well, you so. can put him in left field, too. I mean, it doesn't oh, no. matter. Oh, yeah, but yeah then you'll get hurt again. Well, no, but that also hurts his value because he's not an above average left fielder. Put right. you you him anywhere if
4: you believe in the bat.
3: Yeah.
0: Right, no, he's uh, Brian's right. The value that you have there is you don't have offensive catchers in this league, other than Buster Posey. But and he's not a Yadier catcher Malita. guy. Well, and well, he, he catches balls. Sorry, I was. Good. He I catches I was balls, Dave.
4: You're just referring to him as a trade commodity, then. Yeah. that's basically what he is. Yeah. If you believe in the bat and you want to keep him on the team, you put him anywhere. It doesn't well, happen. yeah, but uh, you, you mainly keep him at catcher. Just. Just in case you want to trade him. Right. Yeah, but
5: you got Sandy Leon. You got Christian Vasquez. He's
0: got no role on this team. Christian Vasquez be gone. has no role. He's gonna be gone by the trade deadline. Vasquez could be uh, a role player. A, I like him. All right, wrapping up hour number one here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. Daddy, where do
5: babies come from? Uh, well, uh, honey? Mommy went to the store.
4: Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And
2: see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance.
0: Oh, really? And that makes them happy?
2: Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah, well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. (laughs) Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Ah, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better?